What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Another day's upon us. We have some news both in the major leagues and around the world as the WBC rolls on. Let's start with our major league news. So the Diamondbacks and Corbin Carroll have agreed to an eight-year deal. It's an eight-year, $100 million extension. Corbin Carroll is their outfielder who was a rookie. He's still going to be eligible for Rookie of the Year honors in 2023 because he was only up for a cup of coffee in 2022. He was 15 plate appearances short of reaching 130. So that's the threshold. If you reach 130 or more, then you're no longer eligible for Rookie of the Year. But he's eligible. And you're talking about a guy who is one of the best young prospects in all of baseball. You're talking about a true center fielder which is what scouts call him, plus speed, plus power, and just a prototypical center fielder, except for the fact that he hits more, honestly, than a prototypical center fielder. But defensively, with the speed and everything like that, he's provided plenty of value already. He earned five outs above average in his small amount of work in the outfield in Arizona last year. And he's only 22 years old, so... With this deal, the deal kicks in immediately. It buys out the remainder of his club-controlled years. So he'll still be able to hit free agency at age 31, even if the D-backs pick up that option year. It's an aggressive move from Arizona to lock up the future face of their franchise because Corbin Carroll is the centerpiece of what the D-backs hope is a new wave of young talent to the big league roster. And this is also a historic deal because it's the largest contract ever signed for a player with fewer than 100 days of Major League service time. This comfortably eclipses the $70 million Atlanta gave Michael Harris last year. So what did Carroll do in the big leagues? Well, last year he hit 260 with an 830 OPS, four home runs over his 115 plate appearances. And of course, like I said, played outstanding defense. But some, this is someone who was a 16th overall pick, first rounder out of high school. Very exciting young prospect and hit the ground running his first year of pro ball as a 19-year-old in, in 2019. In 2020, of course, you know, the pandemic response is what caused the 2020 minor league season to be canceled. And then a dislocated shoulder saw him miss significant time in 2021. But he made up for it last year in 2022. He hit 24 home runs. 307 with a 1,036 OPS across three minor league levels, and he got called up to the big leagues. So, I mean, scouts are talking about advanced plate discipline plus power, all these things. There's no question he's one of the game's brightest stars. So he's definitely the type of player teams dream of building a roster around. I mean, his name did come up in trade chatter earlier this winter when the D-backs were looking to ease a bit of an outfield logjam, but he was always seen off limits. And the team ended up sending Dalton Varsho to Toronto in exchange for Gabriel Moreno and Lourdes Gurriel Jr. So the D-backs are ranked of having a top five farm system in the game. And it, it makes sense. You have Carroll. He's the big name there. You also have, of course, Gabriel Moreno, who just came over from Toronto, and Jordan Lawler. Those guys. And then, of course, they just drafted Drew Jones, Andrew Jones' son. They have plenty of talent arriving over the next few seasons. So, you know, this is a big bet financially. The D-backs are placing on a player with only 32 MLB games under his belt. But if he comes even anywhere close to living up to the hype, this extension is going to be a uh, steal because it's a 
$13.875 million average annual value. So if he ends up being an all-star like he's projected to be, that's going to be an absolute steal. But it's great security for a 22-year-old. I mean, getting $111 million guaranteed over the next eight years is, is phenomenal. I'm taking him through his 20s. That's, I think, most most people would take that. So shout out to Corbin Carroll for earning that deal. Let's jump back over to World Baseball Classic action. So we had some heavyweights playing on Saturday. Venezuela versus Dominican Republic. That was a highly anticipated matchup. And Venezuela got the win. This was an upset. This was their first time ever defeating the Dominican Republic in World Baseball Classic history. I mean, and it's short history, to be fair. But Venezuela silenced the DR bats. Venezuela kind of, yeah, they won this Clash of Titans. It was a, a loud and boisterous game in Miami. And Sandy Alcantara was on the mound to start for DR. You're talking about the reigning Cy Young and Martin Perez, but they just got outplayed by Martin Perez was, was uh, pitching for Venezuela, but the DR just got outplayed. Yes, they have that lineup everyone's been talking about, but Martin Perez held the Dominican team to one run over three and a third. Then Luis Garcia stole the show after he entered in the fifth. He struck out seven batters while allowing two walks. And this is the first time a reliever has had seven strikeouts in a World Baseball Classic game. And David Peralta for Venezuela ensured his pitching staff had some wiggle room. He had an RBI double in the bottom of the sixth. And, yeah, I mean, that helped give Venezuela a 4-1 lead in the bottom of the sixth inning. And they would hold on. Anthony Santander did his thing. So this is so – Santander has been underrated for a minute now. I mean, he plays for the Orioles. It's kind of part of it. But, yeah, he's, he's been underrated for, for quite some time. And he homered. He ended up homering and making a diving catch in right field. So Santander, you know, that solo home run was the bottom of the second inning to get Venezuela on the board and tie the game at one. So talking just up and down the lineup, up and down the lineup, they were hitting for Venezuela. So that is a strong start for them. The DR was, was kind of surprised here. I mean, I mean, maybe I'm sure they didn't underestimate Venezuela. I think it's just they were the favorites going into this game. But Venezuela is a very strong team. That's why this game was highly anticipated, because it's two heavyweights. In, in other news, the United States, USA was in action as well. They defeated Great Britain by a score of 6-2 out in Arizona. Kyle Schwarber with a three-run homer. Trace Thompson, solo homer for Great Britain. Uh, that's on the other side. He opened up the scoring. But, you know, all in all, a good showing from, from the Americans. <laughs> It was a three for five day at the dish for Arenado. He was a big offensive performer. And, you know, Real Muto had a double. Arenado had two, had two of them. Schwarber had a homer. So they beat Great Britain. They will continue play on Sunday as they take on Mexico. Mexico, United States, 10 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Going back to you know, the other games from Saturday, Puerto Rico defeated Nicaragua by a score of 9-1. That was, uh, you know, we were talking about it the other day, how it was like Nicaragua's first appearance in the WBC, but playing against a juggernaut like PR, that's that's always going to be tough. But uh, yeah, PR took care of business there. 
not much else to say. Japan beat the Czech Republic 10-2 to move to 3-0 as they're advancing to the next round. And then Taipei beat the Netherlands 9-5. That was an upset. That was an upset there. Chinese Taipei at home in Taiwan, you know, in front of their home crowd. That, to me, has been the best crowd. There have been some really good crowds in this WBC, but look no further than Taichung, Taiwan. If you want to see some hype, it is extremely loud, raucous. They have cheerleaders. Uh, they have instruments. Those guys, it's like a college football atmosphere. And then some. I haven't seen anything like that for baseball, at least not in North America. So that's that's pretty cool. And, the, and then another upset was Colombia beating Mexico in 10 innings. They beat them by a score of 5-4. That was an upset. So great baseball in, at the WBC. It continues. It continues on Sunday. Uh, Japan, Australia, Netherlands, Italy, Nicaragua, Israel, Great Britain, Canada, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, Mexico, USA, and Australia, Czech Republic. So, well, I guess it depends on what time zone you're in for those uh, for that last game. Australia, Czech Republic would technically be happening on Monday in Tokyo, but it's starting 11 p.m. Eastern in North America on Sunday. So. That's where we stand with things for today. Those are our updates. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.